Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Parental discretion is advised. Find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh? Check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at SliceOnBroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Want to have your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com subject line advertising hey guys it's the wrestling mayhem show 473 it's mike sorg at sorgatron on the twitters ready to talk wrestling with you guys in a mayhem ish style with me from first of all poo kipsy new york it's mad mike Woo, Sorg, it is six nine, so get ready to get your sexy on. What? Bam. What? It's June 9th. Oh, it is a sexy day. There you go. Yeah, it is. Also with us from, uh, uh, joining me, my compatriot of the Indie Mayhem show, he is Eamon Payton. He is the commentator for uh, Inspire Pro Wrestling, and he's coming at us from Corpus Christi, Texas. How you doing, buddy? Fantastic. I'm feeling sexy. As always, Sorgatron. That hair is what that, 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 is that your attempt at post sex hair? <laughs> yes, you it know, is. You know, sexy like, star. Jesus. <laughs> oh, we're gonna yeah, I, Bobby's excited. Hey man, Bobby. you're our sexy star. <laughs> so you know it. Also I with us right also with us, you heard him a little bit there from uh Johnstown PA, it's Bobby F J Town. Hi everybody. I watched all of the Lucha Underground this weekend. <laughs> Wow! All wow. of the Lucha. Very proud. Very proud. It also, was the best time I ever had. Wow, we got people all over the place. Oh, somebody else from here in Pittsburgh, The Riz from Ristown, USA. Ristown, USA. Home of the Whopper. Um, but yeah, I like how you put that second one on there, Sword. Yeah, there it I is. Like at Riz Plays Games. On there. At Riz Plays Games for uh, those on audio. If you want to see me fail miserably at video games, go there. Ringing endorsement. Mm-hmm. And also, <laughs> man, there's so many people on the show. Uh, from right here in the studio, it's our friend in the mainstream, his maiden voyage into Sorgatron Enterprises. It's mainstream Matt. How you doing? Is it hot in here? It feels really hot. <laughs> I think he's going to button that shirt a little bit, Matt. Hey, hey Matt. It oh. Are you okay over there? What's happening? <laughs> I, I this feels hot. Sometimes it's it is, here. from the one time I have been in Sorg Studio for a podcast, it is generally hot. But I was also I've, wearing, but I was also wearing a dismembered monkey's head. Well, <laughs> I, 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 I kind of attest to what, what both of you guys are saying. And I was there for two holiday shows, and I think I lost like five pounds. And that's the cold <laughs> times. That's that's the holidays. To, to be fair, lunchbox was sitting on your lap. So. Oh, <laughs> this is true. Yeah, yeah. And Sitting plus, I mean, it, it is going he to be hot mean. in Sorgatron Studios with all of the dozens and dozens of server server farms we have down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of computers going on down here. I was I was giving the grand tour to, to, to Matt here before the show. So, um, 
There's so that. many monitors. So many monitors. Older I, ones I too. believe there's a ColecoVision still there's, on. Somewhere. I wish there was a ColecoVision in here, man. I saw <laughs> one in the coin op museum. Oh man. Anyway, once in a while you hear pong pong. <laughs> <laughs> What's that pong sound? Um, there is an Atari in the drawer. Actually, there's two Ataris in the drawer over there. It is our, my own little museum of technology. Um, anyways, this is your Wrestling Man wrestling show. Sword. It's uh, episodes 473. Eventually, we did talk about professional wrestling. You can check us out at WrestlingMayhemShow.com at Mayhem Show on the Twitters, Wrestling Mayhem Show on the Facebook Facebook group, and Google+. Join us live every Tuesday night at live.sorgatronmedia.com, live.wrestlingmayhemshow.com about 9 p.m. Eastern time. And you can also drop us a line to that email address Good times. Great, times. Great times. Good times at com or the number at 412-206-WMS0. We have a few people joining us from last week's big question. And we'll be reading later in the show. You can join us as well. And uh, you can also uh, please uh, support the show. Patreon is one way you can do that. Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. Become a patron. Support the show with your financial doings. Um, and you get great stuff. You get a state of the state of the mayhem, for instance, and uh, we'll say your name. Like we're going to say a uh, 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 mention for you to go to thewrestlingrevolution.com from the great Antonio Garza that joins us on the midweek war, for Ooh. instance. And also, gotta join us here in studio before uh, earlier today for the awesome cast. Go check that out at awesomecast.net this week. Is Bo. Wow. Sound like a, a remote controlled airplane. Dig it! Woo! Oh, tweet me if you like that one, buddy. So, uh, 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 to start our, our first topic, because I am now lightheaded and need to recover a little bit, here's Matt. It's hot in the studio. Hey, you know what? <laughs> remember, remember when Monday nights. We're wrestling we nights. Anymore. We don't that's, do that anymore. It's not true. It's not true anymore. <laughs> Wednesday night is wrestling night. So, you all right, Sorry. Sorry. You okay over there, buddy? If you're, okay. if you're watching good. wrestling only on Monday night, if you're watching wrestling only on Monday nights, you're doing it wrong. You're supposed to be watching on Wednesday nights. Apparently. When the really with, great stuff and the really awful stuff is on. With three TVs in front of you. <laughs> not the stuff you feel indifferent towards. Which is what you're watching on Monday, or you, or you can do five hours straight like someone did. Why would you do that? Five I, hours. I I need to I need to map you're, this out better because I did it wrong know. last week. You don't want to know. Hey, hey I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. Computer. I'm gonna say this person like with no disrespect at all. Mm-hmm. You are insane for doing that. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Riz. No, well, it's fine. Let, let, let's um let, let's lay out how we um. How our viewing pattern went on Wednesday. I'll go first. Um, I, I started with the second hour of Impact on Destination America. Got through that. Watched Ring of Honor on Destination America. Then watched simultaneously tried to watch the first hour of Impact and NXT on my laptop mm-hmm. at the same time. And fell asleep halfway through both. And I had to come back in the morning and watch those. And pick up Lucha Underground in the morning. So that was five hours of wrestling which was technically four hours of wrestling, but condensed into about eight hours of time. So how'd you, how'd you do it, Mike? You went five straight. Um, yeah, I, I did five straight. Um, I, I led with strength, as I always do. Uh, I watched Lucha first. Uh, after Lucha, I went to ROH. After ROH, I went to NXT. 
and then for I guess save the best for last. I, right. I watched Impact afterwards. Um, I I feel like this was uh not the best strategically planned out. No, no. I think I think this week I'm gonna start with ROH, then go to Lucha, then NXT, and then Impact. I would really end with Lucha. Like I feel like Lucha needs. Oh, no, to be I, I need to watch Lucha first. I really I, like watching Lucha on Thursday mornings. That just feels right, like a bowl of cereal <laughs> and Lucha That's, that feels it feels good. Thursday morning Lucha. I, right. I watch. I never know oh. when Lucha's gonna kill someone though. That uh, might be true. Might be true. Who else watched I, every I show watched, on Wednesday? I watched. Uh, <laughs> I didn't watch the Lucha Underground from you know this week until later in the weekend, but I watched uh, NXT first. I recorded uh, ROH and watched that, even though I watched it the previous uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. I watched it again on, on uh, Wednesday. Then I watched two episodes of Lucha Underground back-to-back. And and then the rest of the weekend, I watched the rest of Lucha Underground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to talk to you about your binge. binge All right. so, it, was, it was monumental. Uh, there was one interesting thing I noticed on Destination America. No uh, catheter commercials. Okay, there were two interesting things I noticed on Destination America. Um, Ring Truth of Honor. Martini not asking you about your colon. Maybe he did to me, Riz. Jay Lethal not selling you knee braces. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So I, I don't watch Sinclair, so I don't get any of those references. I tell you what, um, you still get them if you watch it on the website as I did today. Yeah. <laughs> They're all still there. There's still all those commercials. There's still a 50-minute broadcast. Because it's all, those all those commercials are you not the lo- cowboy. Oh, I got the cowboy. Yes, I got the cowboy. <laughs> he's a professional. Awesome. He's a professional cowboy. What was he trying cowboy. to sell me? He was a professional <laughs> cowboy because professional cowboy. That's what's going to appeal to me, the Ring of Honor fan. And and I'm just trying to figure how many people need catheters that are watching Ring of Honor. I don't get Wait, it. Sword, we need to get on this catheter deal. My dad, I paused it and went out to, to make lunch on Sunday, and I paused it on that cowboy. And it said about catheters, and my dad's like, why are you watching an infomercial about catheters? <laughs> I was like, no, I'm watching Ring of Honor. I'm starting to understand uh, why this wasn't broadcast in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just saying, catheters is not, you know, I'm, I'm, top five <laughs> things we need advertised. Anyways, Mike, you had a point you were trying to get yes. to. Um I thought it was interesting that Ring of Honor had commercials for Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Impact Wrestling did not have commercials for Ring of Honor. Well, it's just though Ring of Honor replay was on right afterwards. That's Destination America, though. But uh, that seems... They have shows about redneck ghosts. Don't they all? But that, <laughs> that just seems like unfortunate. I do want to point out on that note that we were talking to Cedric Alexander on this week's Indie Mayhem show, and he seems very excited. He did not know the content that's already on Destination America, and seemed really excited when I brought up the idea of a crossover with what did I say, Mountain Monster Hunters or something like that? Uh, but uh, but for, this for week example, on Cajun Bigfoot, I want to see the Briscoes on Hillbilly Blood, and that's oh that's a legit thing. I want to see that. There's a crossover you could do. I'm I'm sorry. The chicken. Uh, you know, for me though, I, I watched. Um, I, I watched, like I said, I watched Ring of Honor actually today um, because they do put the shows on Thursday, so I get to watch the day after most of you will on Wednesday. Um, and it's kind of nice because 
they're on random t- like we have Ring of Honor on like three times over the weekend yep. here in Pittsburgh, for instance, and it's not the same times any of you have from what I understand it either. Like I usually end up catching the 11 p.m. Sunday one if I'm up for mm. it. Um, but, uh, but, but I know it's several other times over the weekend. And I, of course, NXT, I picked up, I, I think I watched it like Thursday or Friday, something like that. So, um, but they're very on demand to me. So they're not a Wednesday thing for me. And I do need to track down one. I need to catch up on Lucha Underground. And, uh, and, and this has like, especially listening to your midweek war today, I kind of want to see, um, how impact wrestling murder somebody oh baby oh, oh, she's she's not no sword she's okay she's okay she just has a concussion from being she's... hit by a train yeah well, it was she borderline was... criminal sword borderline criminal well i i read i read um a, a wrestling wrap-up this week that posited that mickey james wasn't thrown in front of a train but rather thrown onto platform nine and three quarters seeing that they are at universal studios which makes a lot more sense. Would you guys say there was no locomotive? Oh, God <laughs> damn it, Bobby. Lunchbox I you. am not apologizing. You know, Bobby, 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 me saying damn it was channeling the spirit of LB. Yes. Me speaking as myself. Bravo, sir. No, <laughs> no. You own that shit, but damn it, Bobby. Um, anyways. <laughs> I, I said this on the Midweek War podcast that we did last week. That Which one? Impact, the one about oh, Impact. Okay. That of all the four shows, granted Lucha Underground is still far and away the, the best wrestling, televised mm-hmm. wrestling program going today. Perhaps of yeah, all time. Period. And But Impact felt like it was bringing a lot to the table. Not all of it was good, but it felt a real sense of effort from Impact, which was nice. I wasn't really expecting that. To me, to me, it looked like uh, they were trying to implement the storytelling in Lucha Underground with you know the realism angles and all that stuff of pushing somebody off a train or into a train or whatever, and also the wrestling that is pretty good, pretty good. Uh, in that TNA has, and they're trying to mesh those two together so that they can be the best of both worlds, but they're not yet. I don't know when they're going to do it, if they're going to do it, but it just seems like it's that's what they're trying to do. The thing is, companies like Lucha mm-hmm. Underground and like NXT have an identity. Yeah. yeah. TNA doesn't. That's right. They, they, they've been in an identity crisis for a while now. Yeah. So I, I think that's a difference versus, versus Ring of Honor is really, I think, hitting its stride. Um, I, I've contemplated, I, I've, I've commented a couple times over the last few weeks of how far it has come since those first mm-hmm. uh, episodes, you know, kind of transitioning. I mean, and it does feel like, I mean, production wise, yes, it feels like the lesser show, but it's getting there. You know, um, they do. I, I we've also of, often talked about in the mayhem show with, here, Eamon, uh, about those promotions that cover up the fact that they are in smaller arenas. This doesn't look like a basketball court that it actually is, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and and some indie promotions are really good about doing that, and, and they're I think superb at doing that. And like we only have four hundred people there, but it feels like a thousand. You know, I, I, and and and. You know they're getting more out of the TV, I think, than they are the butts in the seats at that point. Of course, they're not always shooting just. You know, they're not always uh, doing the show just for 
the ticket sales. They have a lot of other outlets, DVDs, on demand, etc. So it's not a big deal that they don't fill a fifteen thousand uh, seat arena, you know, versus Impact that doesn't seem to scale properly, right? Well, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say. I mean, I don't know the actual numbers on this, but. I wouldn't be surprised if Lucha Underground has the smallest facility out of all the shows. Probably. Most likely. I wouldn't be, I'd be shocked if they had but again, more than 200 people in that arena. That's basically, I don't think anything, anybody pays for that. I think you're on a waiting list of some sort. They pack them in there, too. And, and, and yeah. they pack them in there. That's like, it, it's like what they're doing for the Impact shows at Universal. We're doing this so we can do TV. Yeah, that's the point. It's not about selling tickets. WWE is the only one in the model that we make money for being on TV. We make money for filling that arena. We make money off the right. merch sales. They are the only ones that can turn out the money making machine that everybody wishes they were at. And I mean, in two days, we're going or they're going to be NXT, the developmental group. They're going to be in Pittsburgh. The show is sold out. Mm-hmm. And then exactly. in July, they're coming back, WWE, and I think that's sold out too. Or it's going to be sold out. I doubt it since that's at console and it's at oh, house. Oh, yeah, show. wait a minute. It's at a console. Yeah, so that, that, I don't think that's going to sell out. They usually don't for house shows. But still, the, they know how to market. And yeah, they'll still make money. <laughs> but they did yeah. announce Kevin Owens for that show, you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if it sells out. Uh, just to double back, the CD capacity of the temple is 300. That's it. Well, uh, that's it. That's a good indie show. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, that's that that's that. But but you know, again, they're they, but that's a space they control. They're doing a lot of production, etc. That's not so cool. Helico can jump over the crowd. And they create a lot of energy. <laughs> that crowd is super hyped during those shows. Mm-hmm. It just goes to show that, I mean, if you have the the right kind of crowd and you you know, conduct your wrestling show properly, you can get a great reaction. It doesn't matter if you have 300 and people got, or if you have 10,000 people. I have a little question for you guys here. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't don't worry, Mad Mike and everybody else. We're still going to call it this, but is it kind of cliche to call this the Wednesday Night Wars? Because let, let's face it, with the internet and with WWE Network and with everything else going on, you can watch it anytime i think i think i think yes it is cliche but that's how we get people to find us on the youtubes oh yeah that's uh, what i mean <laughs> it's, it's, that's why i said we're gonna I'm, I, I'm not saying we change it but i'm just saying is it really a wednesday night war when it's you can watch it anytime it is it will okay i think it's a war yeah you're right mike on direct competition on 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 second place on our uh, on our but, attention for the alternative and no the it, it, it's w, okay, it's not an you're right it's not a rating war of who's doing best that night right yeah, uh, yeah. like I, with the monday night wars you had two stations two different companies one time slot and they were battling it out this mm-hmm. time you have Eight o'clock, nine o'clock on Destination America, eight o'clock on the WWE Network or on demand on the WWE Network, and whenever you know ROH or whenever ROH comes on, or if you have the Sinclair Network, and it, it just jumbled all over the place. If you want to watch it that way, and to be honest, nothing is live on a regular basis. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may have a, 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 a an impact every once in a while, or you have the takedown, or I'm sorry. 
the the takeover, NXT takeover. the takeover specials for NXT. But that's mm-hmm. it. That's really it. So you're right. I think you're absolutely right. But I think these guys are. It's still an interesting that they are being grouped together on Wednesday. So that brings attention to everybody. I think I like the fact that you can't really judge these four shows based on viewership because no. the scale is not fair. We, mm-hmm. we don't know how many people watch NXT on a weekly basis. WWE does not give us that information. El Rey Network, Destination America, their penetration is completely different. Yeah. Um, but oh, anyway, um, ROH is a, is, is, is a second-run uh, wrestling program. So the cool thing about it is the only thing we have to really judge this war on, the only basis to decide a winner is the quality of the programs. We can't fall back on, yeah, well, you know, um, you said NXT was terrible, but look, it did a X number rating. That's out the window. All we can do is say, look, this show is better than this sh- mm. show. Isn't it kind of, you know, isn't it kind of, especially for WWE Network, it's kind of the Netflix model, right? We're not, we're not doing it based on ratings per se. We're doing it based on let's get that nine ninety nine for another month, and we need to make sure we satisfy all those people. Versus everything or, else. Or let's just give it away. Or, or And then you're also you? thinking, Ring of Honor, how many people do have the opportunity and will watch Ring of Honor in advance because it has already been on in their, in their market? I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think on future episodes of Ring of Honor, they will announce that if you want to see next week's show early, go to ringofhonor.com? Do you think they're allowed to do that? No, and I don't think no. they will. Uh, well, I don't think well, they actually, are. Wait, wait a minute, because if you, I, I don't think if you pay, you get it. If you That's pay, you saying. get it. If yeah. you pay, you get That's it, but if saying. you, as far as the free replay goes, I don't think that airs on ringofhonor.com until Thursday, after the Wednesday. No, they, they, that's Thursday, and I haven't seen it change yet. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at that now, see if there's any other language there. But otherwise, I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of these were pre-taped. Nobody really was programmed to go head-to-head with anybody else. Because everybody, uh, we were talking, you know, like we mentioned with Cedric, like they, were, they were like, we didn't know this was happening until mm-hmm. it was announced, basically. Impact didn't know this was happening until when ROH announced it, basically. <laughs> um, Lucha's entire well, season is in the can sword. Exactly. Yeah. There's no counter-programming going, on, going to happen on Lucha's part. And you're exactly right. I mean, how far ahead is, is Impact taped? Well, I'm sure Mike Lucha knows. could have <laughs> counter-announcing. I, 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 I wouldn't play past them. I, I don't think they need it. No, I, I don't think they, they care. Yeah, they're they're doing their own thing, and it's successful and it works. So. Yeah, don't don't try to drag people in the mud that you know are trying to do it. Just go out there and perform. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, on that note, uh, this Wednesday war is going to continue of sorts. We're going to see if it's actually going to be a war or a little bit of a whimper. And and, and, and you're right. The on, on demand is definitely a factor in this. We can really watch any wrestling anytime we want. Raw is the only thing we gravitate towards because I think we're creatures of habit. And as it is, I've been taking power naps during the third hour to survive so I can do a raw wrap up. Um, so that's so, what the Orton Sheamus matches there for. Sort of. yep. Yeah, it was a little early for me. I wasn't ready then. So what anyways. are you talking about, fella? Another 20 minutes. Are you not awake right now watching me wrestle? In the meantime, you can keep yourself awake with some awake with some Slice on Broadway. Our friends at SliceOnBroadway.com here in Beachview along the tracks in the South Hills of Pittsburgh. Also, over there in uh, Carnegie, PA, if we're heading out to the airport and can survive that... Uh, that uh, detour situation going on, uh, but uh, great stuff, uh, great pizza, and uh, and great friends. Of the show. Um, if you're in the area, taste the Beachview Fest- Food Festival this weekend. 
of course. And it's a good taste. It's a good place. And uh, please check them out and let them know you heard about them on the Wrestling Mayhem show. Some of you have already. And really good to hear that. There's our buddy Rico, if you're watching on the video right there. Go check out the video. Check out what they're doing and get hungry, too. Follow them on the Twitters, PGH underscore Slice, or look up Slice on Broadway on Facebook and Instagram uh, for some delicious, delicious. You're going to, Riz, remember when you almost wanted to eat your phone because of the stuff we were putting from the cafe? Yes. Yeah, you'll want to eat your phone. I I, I had the pizza here, pizza over there, Sorg. Mm-hmm. It's damn good. That's right, and that's what brought uh, mainstream Matt in, for instance. A fine slice. You just of pizza, want me Sorg. to eat my phone, don't you, Sorg? I just want to watch you eat your phone. I'd go over and eat right now, but it would be rude to eat into this microphone. There you go. Dutters doesn't care. <laughs> oh, there is a uh-huh. phone eating going on. See, that would be remedied if he had Slice on Broadway in his immediate area. <laughs> there you go. Slice oh, on Broadway yeah. makes you want to eat your phone. That's That could be taken the wrong <laughs> way, but you can run yeah, yeah, Something like that. All right, let's get into topic number two for the night, of course, this weekend. Hey, there's another pay-per-view. You know, this makes planning for the show really easy because every other week I know that the second segment is going to be a prediction on the next pay-per-view. So, so, we're, so Sword, we're talking about Destination X, right? I don't even nope. know anymore. I, the Destination in the Bank, going? what's happening here? But, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so Money in the Bank is happening uh, money bank match. Are we still sold on Roman Reigns coming away with that thing? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. Here's the thing. I don't mean to say yes, so like negatively, but yeah, it's this one's very obvious. Like, it's either it's either Roman. It, it's most likely Roman, possibly Kane. How they had them divided, like I said, <laughs> was the most chance to the least amount of chance. The two side things they had were the least amount of chance and right in the middle was Roman Reigns and Randy Orton. Somehow I think <laughs> R-Truth got has, in there too. Somehow I think R-Truth has more of a chance than Sheamus. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's possible. He's not in the match. Mm-hmm. He's not in the match. But R-Truth has a much better chance than Sheamus and Dolph Ziggler combined. It's like, so, has Ziegler even, like, talked about the fact that he's in Money in the Bank? Like, what's happening? Like, he's concerned over Lana. I don't know. <laughs> if, you're, if you're forced to pick someone other than Roman Reigns, who do you pick? Kofi. See, I, that's me, too. I'm like, the I, a new day freebirding the Money in the Bank briefcase. It may be way too fresh. early. But it may way, be too way too early for who? Kofi? No, uh, no, no I was going to say uh, for Neville. Uh, I, I would yeah. be shocked if they gave him that. I want him to. He's then kinda, again, Punk had it. I want to give him my dark Parker horse pick, but I would, and I, I don't know that they would. Is Kofi getting a main event run out of nowhere here? You know, I, I, I can't see them giving well, anybody. He can, he can hold on you've to got it until a whole they're year. Ready. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, he has a that's year. He and can hold on to it. It's, that's why I think Roman Reigns and th- this whole thing about he is the one. If he is the one, that's great. That's okay. That's fine with me. But it's probably not going to work. But it's if they give it to somebody else, it could work because they got a year mm-hmm. to vote off of it. Well, and, keep in mind they did the same thing with Damian Sandow. They were yeah. like, "Here, here's the money in the bank. You know, hold it for a year, and then I think you only held it for like five months, and then cash mm-hmm. it on John Cena and lost. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> match." He did feud with Cody Rhodes over it, though. Yeah. That, 
that was something which was great and we I, we have had mr kennedy lose it to etch <laughs> yeah so but that was for other reasons yeah, there, there's that. There's that. But uh, other than that, okay. So we'll have money in the bank. We'll see what happens. I, again, I think the big, the big fun will be if Roman Reigns doesn't get it. The way Kane's in there, I feel like he's the spoiler for that. So mm-hmm. that's just going to turn into whatever other storyline they have going into like SummerSlam with him and the Authority. Sure. Um, uh, but Don't forget, there's battleground. battleground. There's battleground. battleground. So, so we and, and of course we have a rematch: Cena and Owens. And I think. I think a lot of us can agree on this. That I see a lot of shaking of the heads over on the well, Hangouts. Well, no, sorry, sorry. But, 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 but I think a lot of us agree that first match, perfect. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the, feeling of that, and the feeling of that perfect match lasted for like an hour until they announced the rematch coming oh, geez. I think it was two weeks Not afterwards. Was 15 minutes. And like Dude. you could feel the air kind of slowly coming out of the balloon. <laughs> They they have objectively not done a good job of explaining why the hell a rematch is happening. I was hoping it would be for the U.S. title, but yeah, no, yeah, they, 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 they really have it. They really have it. No, and this is a question I put out there, and I, I, I unfortunately I think anybody on Twitter is very versed in this. But I want to know the opinion of somebody who doesn't watch NXT, doesn't know indie stuff, and what do they think about this Kevin Owens guy? Okay, my dad. Okay, sneak a peek at Raw. Okay. And I don't know why, but he has this—he has an aversion to the chubby guys. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he'll sneak in and he'll be like, "Who is this chubby guy?" And I'll be like, "It's Kevin Owens." And believe it or not, he kicks major ass. He's like, "Okay," and he kind of walks off. That's the end of that. But yeah, you're right. Um, but on the flip side, it's been, in my opinion. A it's good been, thing for God, you damn it, damn it. <laughs> I, I didn't uh, do it. I didn't. Do damn it! I was holding uh, back on that one. So good. Um, but Kevin Owens has been getting the right reaction. You know, he hasn't been getting that CM Punk reaction. No, it depends he, on where they're he's at. Too. Getting yeah. it really depends on what town the they're Kevin in. Kevin Owens, re- he's getting you jerk kind of reaction from the crowd. He is keeping that crowd against him, mm-hmm. and that and that's a credit to him because I mean there are plenty of people out there like us who more than happily cheer Kevin Owens at the drop of a hat. <laughs> but he's keeping that crowd against him. And um, it probably I, has a lot to do with the reason that they're giving him this kind of an opportunity. I, but I will say, like, as much as and it's been in a lot of cases with any feud involving John Cena, they, they Kevin Owens has been getting a heel reaction, and that's been good for him. But Cena's not been getting a face reaction. Like he's he has, getting, He's been getting more of a face reaction He's getting more of one. He's getting his Cena reaction. Yeah, he's getting his He's going to get the Cena reaction unless he's talking about a kid with cancer. Well, I I don't know if it's just a cancer kid out as your mascot for every promo. Yeah, that's true. But uh, I I don't know if it's just the towns they've been in recently, but like everyone they it's yeah, it's it's divided or mixed or whatever Michael Cole likes to say, but. You know, it, a lot of it's been more resounding negative. Like, it's been, you know, yeah, audibly fair. negative. Um, <laughs> I, I, as much as I don't, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm an indie fan, so I love Kevin Owens. I want to, you know, whatever. But he's, he, a lot of his points are very valid. And a lot of Cena's points are just like, 
here's a kid with cancer. This doesn't make any sense to my point, but here's a kid with cancer who loves me. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, okay. So, so you're battling logic there. I, I, I must remind because we discussed this earlier. You don't realize how much Hulk Hogan was actually healed the entire time. Um, <laughs> no, but, I agree. I but, but, agree but no, I, and I think that's always the perfect heal. Uh, Kevin Owens is coming from the Mick Foley school of uh, uh, healdom that he has to believe that he's right. Yeah. No matter how it doesn't help that he is right. What do you mean it doesn't help? I think that helps him I mean, even more. It helps I, mean, him it does, I mean, it doesn't. I mean, there's, it doesn't there's being it doesn't right. Hurt. CM Punk was never wrong in the straight edge society. He just was very pretentious about it and said mm. it in a way to piss you off. You know, and he to believes be he's right and he's and arrogant. Those ice cream bars weren't that good. Oh, hey, John. you do. You shut your mouth about those ice cream bars. <laughs> They're the greatest thing in the damn world. In fairness, though, uh, I, I do enjoy, like, I, I think I mentioned in past Hangouts, Cena's promo last night and some of his other promos are very much heel promos. Yeah. If you look at them, if you just take the, what he's saying out of context, they're heel promos. He's getting and bitter. John Cena is very bitter. They're making him get bitter. He's hey, turning yeah. into Bret Hey, Hart. Hey, everybody that's been waiting for the uh, John Cena heel turn, you missed the boat. Guys, he's turning into Bret Hart. That's what he's doing. John Cena is the Bo Dallas of Monday Night Raw. No, (laughs) no, no. He's he's turning into Bret Hart. Like, Bret Hart back in late 96 when everyone was starting to say, like, here's this Stone Cold guy who's a badass who's flipping people off. Here's Shawn Michaels who's showing his dick to everybody. I don't think Bret Hart ever said that. All right, all right. I'm paraphrasing. (laughs) I'm paraphrasing, but John Cena sees these NXT kids, and it's it, it's wants, not like it's not like a cultural dichotomy. It's not, just Cena is seeing the end of the road come in. He front wants. Of him. He I wish wants they, them off their damn lawn. No, I wish. I really wish they would play up to that. Back when they had the John Cena Stephanie McMahon promo, where Cena wanted the match with Rusev, and he mentioned that Triple H is grooming all these people in NXT to take his spot. Like, I wish they would play off of that. But aim it, that aim little it. bit of resentment. You can, you, can yeah. you can do that. It can be a slow burn. You need the right match to pull the trigger on that, though. You need the right guy to do it. And I think if they ever wanted to call Sami Zayn back up when he's healthy and when he's all better, that would be the perfect guy to pull a trigger with because then you could have Cena turn in that match much like Brett did with Austin. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you need to have a, you need to have a guy who has enough of a groundswell behind him to have a cultural shift in the match. Mojo Raleigh, like, shut your mouth. <laughs> At least he didn't say Big O. Anyway, <laughs> but the, but you can you can slow burn this as much as you want. As soon as you find the right NXT guy, and who knows, Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens may even be that guy mm-hmm. because what mm-hmm. is it? Outside the realm of possibilities to say that Kevin Owen cost Cena the Royal Rumble, I don't see it. I I think that could easily lead into a WrestleMania match for them. Mm-hmm. I guess it's going to keep going. Uh, to to Bobby's point as well, I really do want this whole thing to end with um, John Cena just losing a bunch of matches uh, over and over again, and security dragging him out of the building <laughs> and, 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 and he's going, "They touched my butt." <laughs> that was one of the best things Bo Dallas has ever done. That it is. exit from NXT. It was good. It was good. It, it's interesting yeah. that 
we've never really had this kind of a situation before. You've had Cena be this good guy for a decade plus, mm-hmm. and he's been at it for so long, such a long run as a good guy, uninterrupted, that you can now bring in another wrestler who says, I am sick of my children cheering for you. Like, <laughs> we've never gotten to this point because guys don't stay good long enough. Not even Hogan oh, stayed no. good long enough for children, for other mm-hmm. wrestlers' children to be like, so oh, fresh. So, and I know I didn't live in that. I know I didn't live in that era, but I know that there was a point in time where, while Hogan was still being portrayed, maybe in like WCW, where like Hogan was still being portrayed as like the big face, that crowds were not buying it. No, that's exactly why they did oh, NWO. Wow. Exactly, the, and so I feel like Cena's going through the same thing. And and Brett it, said, "Little kids are sorry, sorry, what was that? Sorry, go ahead." I was just saying, and Brett said that little kids were looking up to Sean, and he didn't like them. Like, he was saying, Sean's not a role model. He's not the guy you should be looking up to. I am. Yeah, what if he's showing his dick? <laughs> Bobby! <That's... laughs> Bobby, Bobby, Bobby no punches, man. Bobby is getting the wins with uh, short contributions <laughs> yeah. to the show tonight a little bit. I'm paraphrasing Bret Hart there. <laughs> yeah. Shawn Michaels. <laughs> On that note, we'll see what that is. Uh, real quick, real quick, rest of the card. Of course, uh, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, I think, has been fun. Shenanigans are happening. I love shenanigans! Even Instagram shenanigans, as we discussed last night on the on the wrap-up. Um, I, I do, do we think uh, Dean will get it? No. Maybe. Uh, he should. He should for a month. He should? Just try it out, right? L- let's put it this way. If they were, like, really protecting Seth, for the inevitable Brock Lesnar match, then I, then you're like, you know what? No, Seth should win. But at this point, he lost to damn Joey Mercury on Monday. What's the harm in letting <laughs> Dean Ambrose beat him at this point? So that's, that's I'm that's just true glad. Too. I'm just glad that hopefully they're finally finally pulling this trigger on the old dissension between Seth and the Authority because it's been so much will they won't they, and it's I, I just want them to pull yeah. the trigger. That was a clean break on Monday. Yeah, you think so? I don't get think so. It's all a swerve. Everybody will be back and hugging. <laughs> you're gonna, don't miss SmackDown because that's where the well, that's reconciliation the is going to happen. <laughs> but see, the thing was, uh, go, ahead, go ahead, Amos. Sorry. I was just going to say, when they announced the Seth Rollins versus J&J security handicap match, my immediate thought was, oh, it's a swerve. Oh, they're going to fucking team up and beat up Dean Ambrose or what the fuck ever. And then they started actually fighting, and I was like, finally! Like, fucking finally. Like, they're actually doing something to progress the storyline. Can we just say that Joey Mercury spoke on Monday night for the first yeah. time ever? It should have been a bigger deal. <laughs> it was a big deal. It was a big deal for me. Well, no, no, I, I, I don't mean I, – I said the crowd – I mean the crowd should have reacted bigger. Mm-hmm. Here, here's my problem with all that stuff. Because of the way WWE works now, for those moments to happen, they're buried so deep in a three-hour Raw – it's not mm-hmm. special for anybody, no matter yeah. what they do. Yeah. Unless they have perfectly pitched a show towards a build-up and a payoff at the end of three hours, which they have done a handful of times since they've gone to three hours how many years ago? That's just the way that show goes. And, and if you... The, the final segment of Raw is no longer really the main event. No. It's just... It, it's kind of like... It's kind of like when they did Saturday Night's main event where you would do, like, the big match earlier in the show and then you'd get, like, the Matador Tito Santana versus the Warlord at, like, the end of the show. It is really interesting to go back and watch Saturday Night's main event when it's like, we started with Hogan and we have, like, the Warlord's going to be out here. What? What's happening here? 
It, Warlord it, and Tito Santana is the main event of all of our hearts. But then again, but then again, that's the way. I mean, it was formatted the way that Saturday Night Live was mm-hmm. too. So I, I get that, you know. Um, but but still, really interesting to watch in the middle of the day. <laughs> I, I still can't believe you guys think that the that Seth and the Authority are done. Cause, I, cause I don't think they're going to be done. Because the way I see it, win or lose after Money in the Bank, they're going to be back together. Because if Seth wins, you're going to have Triple H and Stephanie come up to him and say, wow, you, you really did it all on your own. We're really proud of you, Seth. And you know, and J&J will be like, I'm sorry we yelled at you, Seth. I'm sorry it got to such a point. And Kane will be like, wow, you actually fucking did it. Good job. But I don't think Kane would say that. I, well, maybe not fucking, but you know, because he's a little All right, player. moving on here. Moving on, uh, the rest of the uh, we we are so long. I don't even know what page I'm on anymore. Uh, we got a tag title match. Uh, I, I I hope they live up to what we've been seeing leading up to this in Elimination Chamber between Primetime Players and mm-hmm. uh, and, and and New Day. Any thoughts, real quick, going on? Tyson is the truth. What was that, Eamon? I was just saying, Tyson yeah. is the truth. Yeah, and then who's that? Go. That's gonna be the. That's gonna be my pick for sleeper. Yeah, mm-hmm. you think so? That's gonna be a good match. Hey, they've had it the last. The tag division has had it the last two pay per views. Tennessee so. will throw everyone. Um, and of course, I think it's the one that Matt is gonna be looking forward to on the pre-show. It's gonna be uh, bad uh, King Barrett against our truth. Oh, pre-show. Sorg, you know, five Arthur years wins. ago, five years ago, the Nexus showed up. <laughs> it's been downhill ever since. I'm, I'm so glad Wade Barrett's doing so great again. You won King of the Ring. Uh, he's employed. And of course, the Divas title match. Hopefully, a good match <laughs> here against the Bellas and uh, uh, the, Nikki Bella and uh, Paige. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's her house. You want to know how great the Nexus is doing? Huh. Sorg entirely forgot a Nexus member's match. Who's that? Yeah. Ryback versus Ryback. Big Show. Can we, can we not talk about Ryback? Why not? This format's not? weird over here. What? Are you not in the Ryback camp? I am solidly not in the Ryback camp. I am solidly in head. He is my favorite meathead. Feed me less. Feed me less. <laughs> Sword, who's your second favorite meathead? Um, uh, does Rowan Reigns count as a meathead? No, he's Samoan. No, he's a bro. He's he's a Sabroan. <laughs> Some broan? No. Yeah. I don't know. I, I then I realized I don't have a long list of favorite meatheads. Just well, no, say Mojo Raleigh and get over with it. Brock yeah, Bork. Yeah. Uh, one less Brock Lesnar. He's not my favorite by any means. I like it. I enjoy his matches, wow. but wow. no, I don't. My I, favorite. My favorite uh, meathead was Archie Bunker's son. Ryback, <laughs> greater than Brock Lesnar. Put it down. Oh my What's god. What's up? What? What's up? Sword. Shots fired. I am going to be rooting for the big show on su- on Sunday. <laughs> Bobby, so Bobby, not, and we're like, going to Google right Hangout each other during that match at oh. least so we can go at it. I just crazy. Forward to. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to eventually having a uh, Ryback standee right next to Roman Reigns here in the studio. You know, it's his party Roman Reigns, Matt Carlin's. I'm going to take Roman? a picture of that guy. He's yeah. looking good. Remember you want me him? To- 
peek him in here for a second for you, yeah, sir? Yeah. What, what's that? If you want to go grab him, yeah, sure. We'll bring him in. Well, well, while he's doing that redecorating, uh, we'll, we'll come Special back for the we'll, we'll come back for the big question. But in the meantime, please go check out PittsburghWrestling.com, including commentary on this. Oh, hey, <laughs> Roman Reigns! Roman Reigns sliding in. What happens when there's actually somebody else in the studio? Oh, see, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, tell me about that uh, PittsburghWrestling.com. DJ Lunchbox on that RWA Unleashed 2015 on commentary. Uh, how about that? PittsburghWrestling.com. So many moves I can't do. Unbelievable. There you go. He's not going to climb up on a bat. He's not going to climb up on a basketball hoop to swanton onto a Japanese guy on a ladder. I think he's Japanese. I don't know. He's wearing face paint. Um, but. Uh, that's not that 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 thing would break. That guy's huge. The guy's huge. Uh, but go check that out. So much more. Fans bring the weapons. Street fight. If you watched my Instagram, you saw some of the interesting stuff that was brought this time. A toilet was brought. Don't we know somebody there? A portable toilet. What? Don't we know the guy who's doing that now? The the voice the voice of. RWA? Yes, Riz. I did already plug the fact that DJ Lunchbox's voice is all over that DVD as oh. a commentator. But uh, you can go check it out. But thank you because repetition is key when you're advertising things. PittsburghWrestling.com. 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 We'll be right back with a big question. Yo, it's your boy Facade, the Suburban Terrorist. And you're listening to The Wrestling Mayhem Show. Hey guys, it's time for that biggest of big questions. Thank you, Roman Reigns, for joining me before the break. And this week, uh, LB, of course, is uh, is is as gracious with his non absence. Wait, what? What? Grace He's not here, Riz. Absence? He's not here, Riz. Uh, so Riz is taking over for that big I question. Um. So yeah, you guys know that there's the forty, the, the forty entrances to the tough enough, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys don't like it, right? Not really. Nope. nope. Is that your question? Right. That was not the big question. The big question I want to ask you guys is what are your attributes for tough enough? Like what would your, what would your guidelines be if you were a judge for tough enough? If it make it a better, make it worse, whatever you guys want to do. Uh, like, for instance, I know for a fact that they, they, they look more towards the bodybuilding aspect of the, the physique of uh, professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the bodybuilder, the Vince McMahon type style. Uh, but as we pointed out before, I think that was another big question about having like indie guys and all that stuff in the Tough Enough. Uh, but having athletic skills to be in tough enough and not look like a freak uh, would be kind of a thing to have, especially now since, you know, they're trying to be healthier or they're, they're portraying themselves as not genetically and superior towards everybody else. Uh, But have more athletic ability, less on the physique, on the physical attributes of, you know, the, the six-pack abs and all that shit. Um, but having wrestling knowledge would be a good thing to have mm-hmm. uh, so they don't kill anybody. Uh, I, and I, I just want to get your guys' opinion on what you think a, a good, tough-enough competitor would have. Um, I think generally you're looking at, you know, respect for the business, first of all, mm-hmm. and kind of a 
I mean, it is tough enough. It is, can they withstand it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and not a dick. I think when you're like, why didn't that guy get there? It was like, well, they're just not compatible with the, the, the WWE system, basically. I, I think there's perfectly talented people that just don't fit the mold or can't adapt to the mm-hmm. way, whatever you call it, politics, whatever you call it, the WWE style on TV and, and just working with that. Kevin Owens, of all people, looks like he can adapt. <laughs> and somebody is behind him, and he says, yes, I'll do whatever you need. Seth Rollins was somebody that they had to say, you need to change your attitude or this isn't going to work. And now Joey look at Mercury him. Now Joey look Mercury at him. Who did it? Joey Mercury. Joey Mercury, for instance. He credits Joey Mercury for saving his career in NXT. And that's why Joey Mercury pinned him on Monday night. Yeah. So, Return to fate. It all makes sense now. It, it does. It really does. It all comes around. So. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Who's got the next one? Um, I, I have two qualifications. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, one, you cannot already have been in a Zack Ryder video on WWE on YouTube. <laughs> Take that, big O. And two, uh, you do not have more than three visible veins. Oh, God. <laughs> because some of those people last night were, like some were of them frightening looking. Frightening looking. And not in the good way where Brock Lesnar is frightened. No, they look unhealthy. To be mm-hmm. fair, that one guy had Spider-Man. So it's like... That's not that good. Doesn't that doesn't help. <laughs> and, and I also want to... this I, is me. This it's is, a condition. Yeah. I, and I also want to point out, just because they didn't get on Tough Enough on this list, doesn't mean WWE isn't looking at them. Um, because I think some of these guys... I know some of these guys, and I've talked to a, a couple of them, and, and you know, seeing stuff online and everything. Uh, you know, they're still some of them are having conversations and further conversations with WWE. Maybe you'll see them in tryout matches in the in the near future. Maybe you'll be like, maybe you'll see a couple people pop up in NXT that you may have heard of on the indies. You know, I mean, that, that 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 some of those people in those videos look for any of those people in those videos to be in NXT signed, not on TV, jobbing, whatever the case may be. Uh, in in the next six months to a year, it's a slow process. You I mean, know. Darren's already going to England. But he's not going for WWE. Darren. No, he's not. But he's getting looked at in other promotions. Right, right. Which it, then would get you know some mm. people looking. Yeah, this, and, this is a nice Rolodex for indie guys out there, uh, indie promoters out there looking for new talent. That's for sure. <laughs> so I think any indie promoter should be looking at that, looking at towns within whatever radius they're willing to pay transfer and, uh, and, and, and saying, hey, can I see your wrestling tape and not the BS one you gave WWE? It also seems like they're kind of building tough enough more towards a ground up thing, like the first right. season was, as opposed to a finishing school, right? Like like the la- like the latter seasons were. That might be a reason why a lot of the indie guys that we know that were featured heavily, like on the app and everything, were not chosen, right? Because because those guys are already like they have the skills, and that's probably why someone like um, Matt Cross mm-hmm. wasn't what they wanted for last season of Tough Enough. Mm-hmm. Like, because he already had the skills. Like, they... He didn't make for good TV because he wasn't going to be messing up. Right. Yeah. Uh, Bobby? Mm-hmm. Do you um, have qualifications? I would say they have to be charismatic. I think personality plays a lot into what they're looking for. Uh, just that's the reason why Matt Cross didn't make it because he didn't have personality when he re- was wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he does now. <laughs> uh, but or at and, least someone that looks a lot like him called Sonic. Yeah, Hatton. yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, that's that's one of the bigger factors. But uh, I don't think they need to have a physique. You can definitely tell Vince picked most of those probably. <laughs> but we'll see how it, how it ends up. I mean. I'm just kind of bummed. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anybody in the chat, Sword, that would like to? Oh, answer? I'll check in. I'll check on that. While you're checking, no, this um, there, there was. We were pretty much rules. No, we were. We were. You guys were in the chat room. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that that, that was the. That, that's just been trying to eat at me a little bit today because, of, all the people that we know that were in there, and I guess you can say we were kind of bitter, but. Knowing the stars that they we have in Pittsburgh, knowing that the we have Facade and Darren and uh, Jimmy Jimmy Nuts and <clears throat> oh, I'm thinking and I know there's a fourth one that we knew uh, Jay Flash was on there uh, those, like those guys even Jay Flash if he would have been on there mm-hmm. he that would have been good for him but but it's one of those Jay Flash has been a guy that's been around for a few years yeah uh the guy that is on there from pittsburgh actually trained by chris larue so i don't know how new he is um but if he's trained by him it, it can't he can't have been around for too long mm-hmm. actually wrestled with pwx vow uh we actually have a, a few matches with him from the naturals cup of vow on pittsburghwrestling.com for instance uh <laughs> but a guy like facade have been around for a while so he definitely doesn't need to prove he can wrestle uh, guy, who else was on there? Dylan Bostic spent time in Ohio Valley Wrestling post WWE developmental, mm-hmm. but still, they spent time down there. He's got some 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 credibility to him with that alone. Uh, Darren Darren De Niro, though, that we talked to a few weeks ago, uh, that you mentioned, Riz, that would be perfect for him. He, mm-hmm. He's he's barely a year in the ring. In general, I think mm-hmm. he, he would be uh, probably in about the same boat as this guy that did make it, for instance. So. But anyways, but uh, let's know your thoughts. Did everybody go? Everybody got their own? Everybody oh, went. No, 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 Matt, Matt, what did you? Oh, Matt. Oh, Matt didn't go. Um, hey, Matt. I don't usually uh, call back to the my handful of interviews I've actually done with real wrestlers, but uh, I interviewed Cesaro about a year or so ago back, and the one thing he, the, the one buzzword he dropped on me was discipline. Um, and when you think about everything that those guys have to go through when they're on the main roster and what they have to do to maintain themselves, yeah, discipline, you know, professionalism, responsibility, those are pretty key. And I would say that um, you have to be able to talk. If you want to get even a shot, you have to be able to talk. Oh, wait, it doesn't then, matter then, how you look, how athletic you are. If you can't talk, you have nothing. That's what uh, separated Kevin Owens from everyone else on NXT. He can talk. you got to be able to talk. Oh. Ditto. <laughs> Him too. Sure, Bobby. Silent rage, silent tears. That was that was a strange pick yeah. for them in general. I think. Well, I think that there, pick came down to injuries to other people. They would have. have has there been currently on the roster? We have guys from Tough Enough, but are there? A, is there a winner from Tough Enough still there? No. No. Uh, uh, Mundo like, left. Yeah. yeah. The the closest one we have are, is the Miz and Ryback, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, I think that's well, it. So, wow, they 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 mentioned this on We Watch Wrestling this week or last week on their show. Um, they said that 
that guy had no chance because of what they did to him right after he won. They told him to go in the ring and cut a promo live in front of everybody, what they don't even do to like seasoned veterans, mm -hmm. in front of Vince McMahon. They, they set the kid up for failure, which he wasn't that great to begin with. No, I not. think they knew his mistake. They might have already yeah. knew, known he failed the drug Yeah, test, yeah. And they may look at a lot of these guys. To, they may look at these 40 people who are these finalists for Tough Enough and just see them as disposable quantities. We're going to – these people are cannon fodder. They look nice. They're cannon fodder. We're going to bring them on this reality <laughs> show. We're going to put them through the ringer. We're going to show everybody how hard it is to become a professional wrestler. Yeah, We're going to beat yeah. these people into the ground, and one or two will be chosen to be the winner, they, they and we'll that. see if they do anything. They did that with Miz, and he worked, turned out fine. Mm -hmm. well, look at, um, actually, I think it was season two. There was a guy that was being a jackass, and uh, one of the guys says, let him in. He's like, why? He's like, wait till he sees Taz, because he was the guy bad-mouthing Taz in the, in, <laughs> like, the, in the early thing. And they and, and they let Taz know and just utterly destroyed the poor kid when honestly, they did the first challenge with it. Yeah. Honestly, if you think about it, one of the most successful people on Tough Enough was Chris Nowitzki. Mm -hmm. And Josh Matthews. is now a doctor. Josh Matthews, yeah. too. There you I, go. I, I go that, back to who yours. Who is now a dickhead? No. I, I would say, Sorg, I, I would say yours answer is probably the best one. Respect for the business. That's what yeah. I would like to see more from, more than any other quality from any of these 40 people. Respect for the business would, would make me very happy. Because I'm we not sure any of these people Cameron. even know what wrestling is. I'm sure some of them do, but oh, Cam Cameron. Cameron's also, Cameron's also very successful. Oh. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby, bye, Bobby, bye. So Turn let us know what you think. You got a chance of winning that RWA Unleashed 2015. If you contribute to this with the sultry tones of of Will Rutherford, DJ Lunchbox, Papa Lunchbox, <laughs> screaming his head off as G-Raver about kills himself and that fans bring the weapons match. Uh, so much more. Hey, last week uh, we were giving away RWA's No Retreat from last month, and we did have uh, some responses to the question, which uh, was, uh, what, what's going to surprise you anymore? What's going to shock you in wrestling? Have we, have we worked through everything? And we got one email that Mr. Uh, Matt Carlin's wanted to read. Thanks, Sork. Read an email? This is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> And it's from Antonio Garza. Getting this in before I forget, what impossible pro wrestling scenario is still out there and which one will actually happen next? Impossible to happen? Another when worlds collide having WWE cross-promote a show with another promotion, either in the US or the world. Bound to happen. CM Punk will return to WWE as a part-timer. We'll still not main event WrestleMania. Oh, man. Zero out. I think if he doesn't main event WrestleMania, he's not interested. I know. I don't once think he, he, once he gets knocked it. in the head a few times for real, like not Ryback style, but like MMA style, um, he'll be happy to come back with his wife and have a feud with the McMahons. There you go. There you go. And have a really horrible match like Bret Hart did at WrestleMania. With no, McMahon. no. CM Punk and AJ versus Triple H and Steph would be awesome. That's true. Russ That's true. WrestleMania I, I, 33. I, I would like to see uh, Punk versus Joe at WrestleMania Oh, jeez. Oh, oh. <laughs> We're so close. Does anybody out there have a Summer of Punk DVD I can borrow? Because I really want to see it after re-watching that documentary again. Uh, anyways, uh, Gabriel Pierce also 
uh, had a contribution for this. Uh, something that won't likely happen, but would if it sho- would shock us. CM Punk being completely destroyed and demolished in the UFC, and then publicly apologizes to WWE wow. and signs a new contract. Wow! <laughs> wow. wow. I, think I think we're getting that. Uh, it's like the last thing, right? Like everybody <laughs> has come back. Oh, oh, he'll be back someday. He'll be back. Everybody loves. I don't Punk. know how long we'll like have to wait, but he'll be back. <laughs> He's like Frosty. I was just gonna say. Everybody comes back. Everybody loves a Vincent Kennedy McMahon signed paycheck. (laughs) That's true too. That's true too. I can I can attest to that. Yes, that's true. Especially if it's for a lot more money. Than can we can we add that? Okay, <laughs> Mike. Mike shared with us again his uh, future endeavor letter he got because those don't know Mike spent some time actually working for the WWE. Really? Uh, no, I no. never mentioned it, you guys. I mean, for well, for those that maybe do, uh, but but he yeah. was he was logging video for the WWE basically in a part time role out there for for a bit, uh, which is likely what contributed to what you're enjoying right now with the WWE Network. You're so welcome. Uh, but some of us who did make a video and did send it into Tough Enough, some of us I didn't get one. got a letter. That means Bobby's in Tough Enough, and they didn't listen. Yeah, because <laughs> Bobby had the best Tough Enough video of any of us here. Because I challenged you guys, just take the chance, put your video out there, and maybe you could have been on Raw. We didn't make right. it on Raw, but we submitted a damn video. I submitted one for myself. Uh, LB wish. submitted one as Sawtooth Willie. And I thought somebody else did that shared it too. Um, Wait, hold on. Me. I thought I thought Sawtooth Willie just submitted. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> whatever it is, we're gonna tell Mike about things that are and are not real, including uh, Sawtooth Willie, Santa Claus, and uh, and and and, and WrestleMania Five. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> I don't know what the point. Of, what was the point? I forget where we're going with this. But, but we got a letter from you. Letters, but you but just uh, just just that I got a letter from uh, Mr. Paul Levesque of uh, the COO of the WWE. What did he say? Well, it was pretty good, but here's the thing. C plus player. Here's the thing. That's all I got. <laughs> Do you seriously want me to read it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I, you can find these. Um, some of the guys like Dylan Bostic, I think, posted his. Um, uh, thank you, and I forwarded it to you guys, of course. Uh, dear Michael. That's me. Hi, Michael. Thank you for your video submission for WWE Tough Enough. As you can imagine, we received thousands of entries, and the competition was fierce. What? Unfortunately, (laughs) you were not selected as one of the finalists, but please consider once again submitting a video for future seasons of WWE Tough Enough. They want me to come back. What? (laughs) There you go. We thank you for your passion and wish you much success in the future. Sincerely, Paul Triple H Levesque. Why couldn't they throw everyone a bone and just put a future endeavor into that. <laughs> right there, okay. Sorg. How many kids would kids at home, including yourself, would have marked out for we wish you the best in your future endeavors on true. that um, rejection letter? Um, that, that's why I went back in my email archives and I found uh, my letter that the, uh, that the contract position I had was ended because they put in we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. To, and, and, and he you. have this email right here. I'm not going to read the entire thing. Uh, I don't want to get too detailed in what yeah. you guys were doing. It's been an absolute pleasure again to know every one of you. This is a little per- more personal than Paul's email. I want to extend a sincere thank you to all your contributions on getting a significant part of our tape library logged. We have accomplished a great deal of work in the past year, which WWE will benefit from for years to come. Oh, man. 
Thank you for helping us. Best of luck in to all in your future endeavors. Thanks, Michael. Name withhold withheld. Do you read that to yourself in John Laurinaitis' voice or Vince McMahon or voice? McMahon. Uh, uh, Vince McMahon, of course, Vince McMahon. <laughs> Come on, I mean, wait, wait, you didn't. Besides, my John Laurinaitis is way worse than my Vince McMahon impression. So, it's, wait, wait, it's been a while. You can disclose this. Was was your immediate superior John Laurinaitis? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. I don't know. Maybe you're protecting from an NDA or Sorg. something. Immediate like superior no, no, was no, Jamie Sorg. Noble. Sorg, the only person of significance I really saw, like in my building. You remember when they used to do WWF Livewire? Yeah. Hot you? No, the guy, the guys that worked in the background, because that was the room I had my interview in. Oh man! And no, no, it, um, it was actually uh, my boss was someone who was just like uh, a random person in WWE. Like it wasn't even the person that hired me. But um, no, 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 not a wrestler. Not 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 a wrestler or, or and never been on air. Oh. Did you oh, really? report to Dunk the Clown? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dr. Shelby. All was of your, those are was right. Your, was your exit they, interview with Dunk the Clown? Or <laughs> was your exit interview with no, Mantar? No, no. My no, exit interview was with Harold, wasn't Foley. No, my exit interview was with Gene Snitsky. And um, he said, <laughs> we're not keeping you on. Don't worry. It's not oh, your fault. What if you're... Right. Oh. <laughs> All right. There's no better way to end that segment. Um... <laughs> Wow. Uh, on that note, uh, well, we don't have an impact segment. All our fan nope. mail went to the question of the week, so we uh, yep. encourage you guys to please uh, put those into goodtimesatwrestlingnamshow.com. There you go. So in the meantime, we do have a lot of segments, including some visual aids for learning. What, what did you learn from wrestling well, this no, week? Well, uh, no, Sorg, Bobby wants to talk about Lucha. Because we watched a lot of. Movies. Okay, okay, let's take a minute. Okay, we'll take a minute. Okay. We'll take a minute. Okay. Uh, thank, thank you. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. It was not in the run sheet. He, he did pull, pull an audible on us here a little earlier. Uh, but uh, Bobby, so you watched the entirety of Lucha Underground. I watched all of it. Okay. Um, in a weekend. I on Saturday, I had to do. I had to work. I had to bring work home. So I sat from twelve o'clock. Till about eight o'clock, working on files. <laughs> okay. I finished okay. my I finished my work about at eight eight o'clock. But the one time I stopped working on my work was to watch the Grave Consequences match between Phoenix and Mil Mortes. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Oh, the second time I stopped was uh and uh, the triple tr- uh, the trios finale, uh, tournament finale. Then I continued watching Lucha Underground from 8 o'clock to 11 o'clock that night with no work. (laughs) (laughs) Then the next day, I I was so close to the end, I'm like, I'm going to finish. So from from 1 o'clock till about 6 o'clock, I finished the rest of uh, Lucha Underground up to where we currently are. Um, uh, The death match between Mil Mortes and uh, Phoenix, again, amazing. Uh, and, and, and I believe in, and Helico can fly mm-hmm. like for real. Yes. Uh, uh, and Helico believes that too. I was very sad that Drago had to leave. Still getting choked up about it. Um, Pentagon Jr. is one of my favorites now. I, I, it was, Bob, it was amazing. Bobby, I have, I have two questions for you. Okay. 
Okay. After your binge watch of Lucha Underground. Okay. I would like you to name your favorite three performers in Lucha Underground and okay, your three. bottom three. My favorite three and my, my – okay. My favorite three. It doesn't have to be in order, just like okay. the top guys. That like uh, The top guys, let me see. Mil Mortez. Mm-hmm. Pentagon Jr. I'm going to say Angelico. Okay. There's three. Uh, bottom three, the crew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, yes. the, the entirety oh. of the crew. Perfect answer, Bobby. Perfect yeah. answer. Yeah. They serve a purpose. Yeah. And and honorable mention to Matt Stryker on commentary. He's amazing. I, I think I, I think they both do a good job. I think Stryker and Vampiro are so much fun to listen to at yeah, this point. Yeah, I, I actually I, like I, Vampiro too. Um, I, I I was a fan of Vampiro back in the WCW days mm-hmm. when he was on. Uh, you were his the one. Feud with, yeah, I was the one. His feud <laughs> thing was really good. I thought. Dude, 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 dude. You, you know, I'm a big Vampiro fan too, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. I, I like. like I'm also like I saw him at JCW take on yeah. Sabu. I, I no, no, I'm down with this. I'm, I'm down with this. <laughs> Oh my! But, yeah, I, yeah, I'm one of the unfortunate people that saw his band perform at the Gathering of the Juggalos. Uh, oh, so yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, we're in, we're in. So, but no, again, he's saying from what I've heard, it sounds like he's. I wasn't sure about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's kind of the oddball uh, color guy, kind of like like Booker T. A lot of times is on Monday night. Um, but no, I think it's great. He because he actually has a legitimate insight on the business. Versus mm-hmm. Matt Stryker is just the hugest wrestling nerd in the world it's awesome it is super awesome it is super striker just geeks out to everything and vampiro kind of adds the meat of like actual storytelling and it's everywhere too because i mean he even he pulls that stuff um i've had the fortune to to work with him twice now at at iwc and on the mic on the commentary he's that's him Man, that's mm-hmm. just there's no I don't think there's any particular research. He just pulls his stuff from his head. He like, is the ultimate wrestling geek and it's so great. Well, when I when I first started li- like watching it and listening to his commentary, I was getting a sore throat because his voice is so gravelly. <laughs> and then by the end I just didn't notice it and I was like enjoying it and just, you know, it was really good. So It still good shocks me whenever I hear I I I confess this to you, Sorg. I ask your forgiveness. Sometimes I listen to other wrestling podcasts and what? some of these ignorant buffoons on these other wrestling podcasts are still not sold on Lucha Underground and they will nitpick wow. this show and talk about things that like have no have no meaning on that show that just doesn't they'll complain because oh the in-ring is this and the, the this just isn't believable and I don't believe a woman fighting a guy and I'm like Oh, just God. These, are the, these are the same jackasses, and and I know exactly who I'm calling a jackass here, and I'm sorry, but they don't listen to the show anyways. These are the same jackasses <laughs> out there, uh, and it's one thing if you're in the business and have this opinion, but for fans to be like that, that, that think that Chikara is goofy and cartoony and and, and should it's be wiped off the face of professional wrestling. About. What? Yeah. I know who you're talking about, Sword. Uh, oh, um, you've heard this one, um, but. Uh, we, we need our no, third. Did those same people realize they cheered for a wrestling mortician? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, um, I, I it's just one of those things where, like, I want my wrestling real. I'm like, then you're watching the wrong thing, man. Yeah. No matter Watch where. Watch MMA is. if you want real. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Drago turned into a fucking dragon. <laughs> Allegedly. No. 
The no, greatest no, tweet. He did. He did. fucking did, Bobby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, right. I think you guys had the greatest conversations between the Impact and Lucha Underground Midweek Wars this week, where um, you talked about the presentation of Impact versus Lucha Underground and how mm-hmm. we created this world where we believe that Drago can fly away as a dragon, <laughs> and that's just okay. Versus you have this interweaving world like WWE where it's serious, and Brock Lesnar is bringing, bringing credibility back to pro wrestling, and then we have a midget ladder match that's funny. You know, mm-hmm. I mean that—that's like it. It doesn't feel like things that should exist in the same world, right? You wouldn't. Or, you don't have a someone with a barbershop quartet, right? Like, like the humor needs to exist in the in in the in the you know. There's humor in Game of Thrones, and there's also we call it murder tits for a reason, but it's done in such a way that it it, it fits for that world, right? And now I'm thinking about it, there isn't really a lot of humor these days in that show. But no, not it, really. Bran, it's a there is from time to time. There's some chuckles. Bran still, still good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bran, Bran fighting the sand snakes. That is a whole other situation. Wow. Anyways, uh, um, but but no, I, I, uh, Bobby, Bobby. Overall, are, uh, one, are you going to stick with, with and catch up with? Oh uh, hell yeah, uh, Bobby. I'm watching in. Wednesday. Man. I'm watching Wednesday. Bobby it depends on when they put the episode up on on Daily Motion. Bobby has been life changing. Oh, sorry. Uh, Bobby has been life changing lately, as in he's, oh, right. he's he's accepted the Lucha Underground way of life and IWC wrestling. So. Yeah, I'm going Saturday. There he I'm is. Excited. I can't wait to see you again you in the too. flesh. What I said, never, and you should too. Listen, I am too, Bobby. Yeah. 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 I I am not because yeah because. The, right. the 32 flavors of professional wrestling, Sorg. If you don't like professional wrestling, you're just not right, watching the right professional wrestling. Just go find something else. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's something for you waiting out there. Mm-hmm. Don't give up on it just because WWE is pissing you well, off. Well, yeah, because we know, we, I, we know people who enjoy TNA more than they enjoy WWE or anything else. Yeah, what's up, Dustin? <laughs> And, 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 and I want to. I, I, I seriously want to go. I want to see what he sees in it. You know. Yeah, I, 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 I think. I, I think regardless. See where he. I think regardless. I don't think it's the best show out of all of them. But I think there's something for somebody there, or else they would have been gone a long time ago. That they get the numbers that they do. You know. Mm-hmm. But anyways, on that note, we do got to move on. What did you learn from wrestling this week? Who wants to go first? I go first. Go for it. I learned the highlight of my weekend was when I learned Mil Mortez got new pants. <laughs> um, it was the highlight what? of my weekend. Watch Lucha Underground and you'll find yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay. There you go. What about you, uh, Matt? Pass. Pass? Pass? Oh, no! <laughs> I learned that your couch is really comfortable, Sword. Oh, no. He's gonna <laughs> I really like sleep. it here. I want to come back someday. He's moving in. I want to come back again. It's <laughs> hotter, hotter <laughs> in that studio. Um, it is real rights. hot in the Mayhem Studios. Rights already. <laughs> sorry, Coming up after the show on Mayhem After Dark, Sorg's casting couch. I learned that, um, that uh, the people casting Tough Enough for WWE... Uh, have more professional bodybuilders on their final list than they have professional <laughs> wrestlers. Reboot of the WBF. There you go. That's what's really <laughs> happening here. Well, you, Mike. Um, I learned that 
if your show is doing horribly, the thing that can turn it right around at the top of the hour is a oh. barbershop goddamn quartet. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this, this makes me want to watch Impact. Sort watch the first ten minutes. All you I need. just want. I just need an EC three and and Rockstar Spud supercut of each week's show going back the last two years, so I can just catch up. Legit, no joke. I would buy the DVD. <laughs> there you I would, go. I would, I, I I would buy a twenty nine ninety nine Blu ray of Rockstar Spud versus EC three. Dixie, I know you listen. I Hi, would Dixie. buy that DVD. There you go. There you go. What about you, Riz? Mine, Michael mine actually time. goes with the same program as uh, Mad Mike. Uh, mine is I've I learned that I can feel confused, nauseous, angry, sad, and confused again for a company. With the Mickey James thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, where, where are we going with this, buddy? Yeah. Oh, I could have could have went on longer for that one sword, but we were running late. <laughs> there you go. Um, wow. From there, uh, uh, I I learned that Tracy Smothers has yeah. like the mind of a steel trap, man. Uh, went you know he he shows up when I'm setting up my my video stuff for RWA there on on um on Saturday. And he comes up, and I'm like, you know, do the usual thing. I say, hi, hi, I'm, uh, hi, I'm Mike, you know, video, whatever, you know. And uh, he says, I know. Good to see you again. I'm like, I wasn't here last month, and I don't think I've seen him in person. And I may have been running camera at the time. Like, before Chuck Roberts took over IWC. So how many years is that? Sort. he just knows. Just, so, big shout out to Tracy Smothers who is watching right now. But I'm sure he is. <laughs> What's up, Tracy? I guess. Show. Maybe is it, am I known? I I don't know. I like this. I'm kind of worried now. So he's already watched this show and the other shows with it. So we're good. He, he is, knows us. It is known. It is. He's known. probably been on the show probably five times in the near future, uh, and now is a you know a host. So. It is now the Tracy Mother's show. Good luck, Sword. Oh, if that's the case, welcome aboard, Tracy. Um, yeah. I, you know, seriously, I enjoy, I, I, I enjoy Tracy's mothers. There's, there's mm-hmm. just, um, um, you're not in there for a good match, but I'm excited to see him on the show. <laughs> He's perfect for that crowd in RWA, and uh, I, I'm just happy to see him on. I, I don't know. I, I normally when I see like an old guy, older guy on the show like that, especially of his generation. Uh, I'm not terribly excited for what's going to go down, but, uh, him, he's, he's genuinely genuine and, uh, always entertaining and somehow remembers me from over five years ago, (laughs) I I, I guess. So, um, but no, real cool, real, real cool guy. So, uh, from the internets out on the Twitters, uh, Mr. DRG. Uh, says, uh, what, what do you learn? Uh, watching two separate wrestling promotions on the same channel is satisfying, and uh, and that wrestlers like headbutting glass objects. Is that from one of the shows? Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. I believe Vampiro that was Vampiro and, and uh, uh, Lucha Underground. Yeah. And um, uh, Eric Young. Uh, thank you to Antonio Garza for posting this uh, interesting GIF. I'm going to try to blow it up here. It's uh, it, it looks like it's the uh, 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 deadlift powerbomb 
by Neville from Raw in reverse. I, I just absolutely German. It's a can't. German. It's a German super. He stole that move from Dalton Castle. Well, that's true. That's true. But he's on Raw, and Dalton isn't, unfortunately. No, but Dalton also, is going to... Pac has been wrestling a while. That's so true. Yeah, yeah, true. Dalton is going to be on pay-per-view also uh, next Friday uh, for Ring of Honor. So, so that's... Also, that's also, Thunder also, Liger also, yes, Jujun mm-hmm. Thunder Liger versus Dalton Castle. Uh, Gabriel learned that Lucha Underground is his favorite show. He barely watches any WWE programming. That's awesome. Uh, Kyle learned that no one plays a pink saxophone better than Dean Ambrose. This is true. <laughs> yeah. That's filthy. And take filthy that however you want, lady. This this is the this is June 9th, by the way. So uh, we, our friend Wheels learned that if you get a flat tire, get a donkey. To learn why that is, please check out the main event match for RWA's Unleashed 2015 with Don't our friend get. Papa Lunchbox. Uh, Daniel Daniel on there has learned that they killed the WWE Championship by jobbing Rollins to Joey Mercury. Ooh. Uh, Yeah. Kyle also learned that Joey got over more in one night than either of their last runs, uh, Jamie and Joey. And uh, Missy Lynn says that there are wrestlers uh, out there who put their bodies through hell just to entertain the fans, uh, like uh, Mr. G. Raver from RWA. Tremendous match going on there. So thank you for that, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for joining us, especially those stick around on this late night since we swap things up. Back to regular times, live.wrestlingmayhemshow.com, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Next week, who are we going to dig up? Who's going to land on the couch? Maybe Matt will have not left. I like it here. <laughs> Matt's going to melt in that couch. <laughs> and I think I, I, think I got enough for the weekend here. Ration them goldfish, sir. Big box of. I know, I was going to promise you I was going to do this, right? What are you doing? He's setting up camps, or. Oh, good. There's just going to be a. There's just a pile wow, of. This is just. This is this has gone downhill really fast. Sorry. Wow. Uh, please join us at Mayhem Show on the Twitter, Wrestling Mayhem Show on the Facebook, Facebook group, and Google. Please follow us on the iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, wherever you might find your fine podcast, YouTube, of course. YouTube.com, uh, all the links over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com, and please uh, follow all the things there, all the other shows, Midweek War, uh, WWE Raw Wrap-Up, as well as the Indie Mayhem Show. Great t- talks this week with Sugar Dunkerton and Cedric Sout Alexander of, uh, respectively, Chikara and Ring of Honor. Very enlightening interviews with both uh, this evening. So definitely, definitely, Definitely go check that out. And uh, all kinds of other stuff. Uh, thank you to Basic Sickness for the music intro and outro. Go check out his stuff at basicsickness.com. And please uh, get into everything. 412206WMS0 for the hotline or that email address. Good times! Good times, Good times at wrestlingmayhemshow.com is the Good email. Time. Thank you to our friends at Bobby FJ Town, at Mad Mike 4883 at the E Riz, as well as at Riz Plays Games, at Mainstream Matt with one T and mainstreammat.blogspot.com at Amen 2 Please that joined us earlier tonight, but I had to leave because he's a wussy. Oh. But you can go check out his commentary. Check out his commentary on the shows over at InspireWrestling.com. I'll give you a plug anyways, dear Eamon, for helping me out and co-hosting on the Indie Mayhem show. And uh, I'm at Sorgatron, of course. SorgatronMedia.com. Sorgatron.com for my personal thoughts. Probably going to record something after this. Yes, that's happening. It's actually tomorrow. Uh, So until next time, Mayhem out. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Wait for the perfect
show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.